And I'm Karina. And this is the Becoming Babe AF podcast. A badass comedy and empowerment podcast from two Texas gals focusing on real life sass. Just giving you the tools to feel babe as fuck. We are so excited to bring you one of our favorite boss babes, entrepreneur. Um, she is the owner of Petpreneur and the Pet Sitter podcast straight out of Dallas, Texas today. We are bringing you Ramsey Timmons. She is one of the coolest chicks. I met her last year at a um, women empowerment conference. I actually won tickets. I wouldn't necessarily always go to Dallas for um, just a whim, but I actually won tickets to this heart and soul conference and I was pleasantly surprised by, uh, her demeanor and her new friendship. And we've just kept that ball rolling like a giant Midwestern snowball. So, um, I'm going to pass it over to Kay so that she can chat with y'all about, um, Ramsey for a bit before we get started. Um, we are so excited and super thankful that she is our first interviewee. So we cannot wait for you guys to listen and make sure you follow her as well. Um, at the pet sitter podcast and at pet And we will have those notes in the show notes. Yeah. It's really cool when you have your own podcast, but even better when you have a fellow podcaster as your first interviewee. I cannot wait for y'all to hear what my new juggler, non-liquor drinking friend has to say. She's a total fashionista, a total babe. She's absolutely gorgeous. She's a pet sitter. She has so much passion for what she does. She is just a total babe AF. Two. Yeah, but so that's good though that everyone can hear each other. All right. Yeah. Yay. That's good. I'm to get started. Okay, so. Yes. Ramsey, did you write down stuff from the questions that we asked you, or are you just going to, like, go off, a, go, go off are, like, are what we you doing it right today? now? Are we doing this? I'm down. I'm down. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's, yeah, let's, let's fucking do it. Do it. Yes, because I have a story for Karina. Um, oh, you have a story for me? <laughs> I, have a, I have a story okay. for Karina. Okay, yeah, but no, I, I looked over the questions, but no, I didn't write anything down, so it'll kind of be um, off okay. topic. But I think that'll be really fun. I think that's I think that's Boss Babe AF. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Right. So my my story for Karina is, and it relates to y'all's first episode that like how you guys met. And oh, um, so my story with yeah. Jess is I met Jess at a women empowerment conference a year ago and in walks this velvet flared wearing gorgeous <laughs> queen from Austin in her denim jacket. Do I you have really? them on right now because yes. I have them on. Yeah. I have We're them vibing on. out. Yes. So we're at this conference and I had showed up alone, but I knew a girl that was there. She's a really good friend, Brandy. And, um, and she had ended up being there and then we met Jess. And so fast forward a few months, we had stayed in connection and she came and stayed at my house in um, Dallas. And I stayed up until 4am the night before, like on the internet, Um, we had went to an event and (laughs) I overslept and she left. So in the morning I woke up and like my friend had totally ghosted me, but it was so, (laughs) that was me, but not in a bad way. That was you? (laughs) yes yeah <laughs> well because I didn't realize no I know I felt so, so rude I, like, went to sleep no. at like no but no I woke <laughs> up and I was like what? I went to sleep <laughs> you went oh to sleep God. early and she went to sleep late and then you just left her yeah yeah so I think I went to sleep at like 1 30 or something I had like drank or we went to the gala yeah we had gone out we had gone out oh yeah so yeah we had gone out (laughs) and I just passed out because you know I'm like the old lady now like if it's before midnight and I'm not in bed (laughs) I'm the worst even if I have like one beer or like three So I passed out at like one thirty. I had no idea you stayed up that late number one you were so (laughs) quiet I had no idea 
And then I was like, well, I don't want to wake her up. Like, I don't know what she has to do today. So I just fucking left. I Irish goodbye, dear ass. I was like, okay. No, I felt so bad. And I was like, I'm going to take her around West Village and I'll show her some breakfast or something. And I had woken up and she had to be back in town. No, but girl, I slept in until like 1140. Like, it was ridiculous. Oh, my God. That was like my funny story. You said something in the first episode about how y'all met. And I was like, oh my God, I got to tell Karina this story because it's just relatable. It's just, Jess is just so unique and so wonderful. And I'm so excited for you guys starting this podcast. You have no idea. I think it's much needed. Yes. I think y'all's Texas sass is much needed on the radio waves. (laughs) I agree. I tried to, I tried to explain to my mother yesterday what a podcast (laughs) was. I was like, you know, like a radio show, but like with, it's a radio show, mom. I have a radio show. And she's like, oh, I'm going to hear it on the, on the radio. I'm like, no, you got to do it. I had to explain it to my mother too. And then I also had to explain to my mother what AF stood for. (laughs) So it won't last. Yeah. So that was fun. (laughs) How'd she take it? She just kind of rolled her eyes. Hello. Like she's she's not surprised. I love it. My mom like wants to buy like my t-shirts and stuff, and she's like yes. she tells everyone she's like my number one Stan fan. Like my That's daughter it. has a podcast. I'm like thanks, mom. Thanks. Like <laughs> she's sweet. Um, and I'm like please don't ever show up to anything I'm ever at, mom. Like you're gonna just she's just so supportive, but it's like too much a little bit. That's funny. <laughs> that is funny. Mom gold. That's right. I'm excited to have our first interviewee. Is that what you call it? An interviewee? Yeah. An interview. An interviewee. Because we're yes. yeah. interviewers. Did y'all, my, did y'all get my references? The, yes. the Jesus. Okay, yeah. The Jesus Christ, my homeboy. I don't I don't know if you guys can call him, but I think he's a good reference. I was like, I was like <laughs> references. We have to have references now. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna call up Jesus tonight. <laughs> you guys are calling I mean, there is a Pope candle on my mantle. <laughs> yes. I can just light it up. <laughs> light it up. Talk to Jesus. One of my clients has a Hillary Clinton Jesus candle. It's like Hillary Clinton as a saint in one of yeah. those like dollar like store in- candles. Yeah, it's so funny. So there's a guy. There's a guy in Austin. He does like the Illuminati candles. I think that's oh, no what way. his company is called. He's the one that started it. Like I met him at a vendor event like three years ago, and I was like, "Did you start this?" He was like, "Yeah, it's my fault." He's like, it, "It'll take you, it'll take you like a really long time to get a candle." I go, "Not if I just get one off your stand right now." He's like, "Yeah, yeah, that's." <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, that's true." He's like, I had to I love stop it doing special orders. I was like, yes. <laughs> Good for you. I love those buddy. too because people come over and they think that like you're all religious and shit. And then they really like lean in and it's like Tupac or <laughs> Jay-Z or someone. And they're like, <laughs> I love yes. conversation pieces like that. <laughs> Me too. It's so good. Oh, okay. So, Ramsey, tell us like about you how did you start your business and how did it just come about like how did you because to me like when I first heard it and Jess told me about you I laughed like I and not like in an offensive way because I was like who walks dogs like who takes care of things but then it's like a badass thing like I don't know it's fucking smart I know I'm like I was just telling just before this, I was like, holy shit, she just watches people's, like, she helps people's dogs, like, she's, and you're so passionate about it, because I'll be honest, I'm not, and people might judge me for this, and just, no I'm not, like, I'm not, like, a big pet person, like, I have dogs, and I love my dogs, but I'm not, like, oh, my God, this dog, blah, blah, I want to, you know, I want to pet your dog, I'm not that person, like, if I see a dog, I'm, like, Oh, if it bites, get it away from me because I do did not you, want that shit slobbering on me. Did you know, you know Banner? Like, Banner's my first dog. Aww. Yeah. Like, did I you know that Banner. Banner pushed me off the couch and tried to <laughs> like jump on my face? Yeah. He likes having you. a good day. He was having a good day. 
so I've never met him, but I always see him like howling on your instas. Yeah, <laughs> like he's oh, legit. Legit. I sat like... in his spot, and he literally jumped on the ottoman and pushed me <laughs> off the ottoman so he could sit back. The very first time I came to the house, like, yeah, Biatch, this is my seat. Like, get off. <laughs> he's territorial for sure. What to say? He has some strong boundaries. We could, we could all learn a little bit from banners. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, tell us how you just came about. I'm gonna be a I'm gonna be a pet sitter. So I unknowingly have been training for this my entire life, and I did not realize it until I was 27. Um, just with uh, opportunities growing up, uh, being around horses uh, in high school, I. I was involved in uh, the FFA, uh, which is which used to stand for Future Farmers of America, but now it just stands for I don't even know. Um, but it allowed me to have uh, hands-on experiences uh, raising beef and poultry for the USDA. Uh, taught me a lot of responsibilities, and I excelled in animal care. Um, I <laughs> was at the rodeo three times a year. Uh, <laughs> So I got, it was really fun getting to miss school for that. Um, but it was something that I excelled in. I got a scholarship to college to study for veterinary medicine. Um, and I met my husband after college and I started a life with him. And when we planted our roots here in Dallas, um, I just saw an opportunity of getting a little hobby side going and it just really took off and it became a more serious thing I'd say about three years ago but uh, it's been a blessing uh, and it, it is different but you have to be passionate about it and it's a growing industry it's a it's a new concept now don't get me wrong there are some OGs I'm figuring out that have been around since the 90s girl like I didn't what? even know dog walking yeah girl it is crazy <sighs> There have been people around since the 90s and 80s doing this. And I'm like, what? I never even heard of it. And, uh, you know, so that's just how it came about whenever I moved here to Dallas. And then um, it's funny, too. I would take on anyone. Um, oh, my God. I don't even know how I made a living because I barely charged people because I was just taking on whoever I could. And then I noticed because of my education background that I could really help the community of geriatric and special needs animals. So now I reserve my time for geriatric and special needs animals. And special needs animals can be anything from literally mentally handicapped to... Wait, there uh, are mentally challenged dogs? Yes, yes. Um, I care for one uh, and then also two mentally abused. So I do care for an animal who was a pitbull bait dog rescue and she yeah she's totally wrecked but uh her now owners are I mean she lives the life in a high rise in downtown Dallas she has the life um but her story is super sad and super touching her uh the original owners actually were prosecuted it was that bad of a case (sighs) so because of that yeah because of that she has a lot of uh uh, insecurity, trust issues, and that can fall underneath the special needs category too. Um, just someone that's cool, calm, collective, and understanding. Uh, and that comes into play also um, collaborating and having the community. Um, she was actually a referral from Dog Fit Dallas, which is an amazing trainer company here in Dallas. He trains with Caesar Milan. He's a trainer for Caesar Milan. Um, and so having a community that understands my type of care has been so helpful with, uh, my business as well and vice versa. If a young, healthy puppy comes to me, um, I will 99% of the time, um, refer them out because that's not my expertise. My time is best while helping geriatric and special needs. Cause not everyone can do that. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. And And I appreciate that you're like bringing that to light because uh, like I said, Banner's the first dog I've ever owned. And I had no idea that like it was even a thing. Yeah, no, it's, it's crazy. And and even the geriatric and special needs is a new concept. uh, And it kind of falls into like the pet hospice care eventually. Um, Not everyone needs 
my services, but eventually somebody will. And yeah. I hope it's comforting and I hope it inspires other pet sitters out there that have a vet tech background like myself that have an education that really want to start a pet sitting business and really follow down that niche of geriatric and hospice care and special needs. Like there's such a big need for it because they're so special. They need an educated pet sitter to be caring for them. That's awesome. And you know, I, I feel like it's, you keep saying you need somebody special to take care of that. And I would agree because it's almost like people like humans. Absolutely. Like you can't, you've got to have somebody yeah. special. It takes a special person to take care of, you know, a special needs child or person as well. So that's awesome because, you know, there's so many people even, I mean, like I have a friend whose dog has three legs you know, Aww. so it's hard. Sometimes it only, you know, they have to help it go to the bathroom and people don't want to deal with that. I think that is pretty awesome that you have that gift. Aww. You love to do that. Like, that's awesome to me. Thank you. Thank you. And I appreciate you saying that. And if it makes anyone out there that's listening feel better about this, I am not gifted in training. I'm too soft. Like, I am the world. Like, could you imagine me as a police officer? Like, free, sucker. <laughs> you think any dog is going to be listening to me and commands. But um, I had to take special training to get, you know, that vibe. It's crazy. Dogs read your vibes. Um, so I'm still learning every day new tools and techniques to help my own self. But thank you for, for saying that. And it takes a special yeah. kind of person to do any type of pet care. But I will like to, I do like to point out that it's just a different kind of labor dealing with them. And, and, and like you said, assisting them, especially whenever they have physical limitations, sometimes that can be picking up a 60 pound dog. Um, oh, by the way, Tank passed away. Oh um, man. Yeah. He, but you know what? It was beautiful. And he, he uh, had palliative oh, hospice geez. care, so he was comfortable. Um, but yeah. he was a 60 pound dog that during my interview, that was part of the interview was, could I lift him into his dog stroller? Isn't that crazy? And I was mm. able to, um, but yeah, it's physically demanding too. And so sometimes too, um, people can't do that. And then, you know, if you can't lift the dog to help it to go out, then that's just not a good fit either. Yeah. So it's, it's manual. That's why I'm all about like nutrition and stuff. I'm like, I literally can't eat Snickers and do what I do. I'll feel like shit. I won't be able to lift dogs. <laughs> you know, I got to cool. be able to, I literally am like a little puppy power lifter. It's crazy. That's right. <coughs> yes, queen. Okay. So we wanted you to come on today because we know just like we've been going through like interesting transitions in our lives. You obviously are in this similar um, boat, which is with different oars. And so we kind of wanted to dive in as to why, like uh, we, at every point in someone's life, someone's going to be fucking scared of something, right? So we want to kind of talk about, like, why fear is such an asshole, right? Like, Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, and if you – if I could divulge into some things that are happening in, in our lives right now, I won't. But, like, there's just literal, like, anxiety all over the place in, like, three to six of my girlfriends right now. I'm like, what's in the water? What is happening? So, like, we want to kind of know what tools do you use to, like, overcome fear, like, in the recent challenges that you've had in your business, like, how you kind of bust through with, like, your immense confidence. And I know it's not all the time because that's, like, inhumane for it to be every minute of the day. But I kind of want to get in your little wheelhouse and figure out like what tools you have in your like closet of goodies. Cause you know you wear like the cutest freaking belt with all the treats and the toys. And yeah. so I'm like <laughs> do you keep fear tools in there? Because you're really, really changing the game. So I want to know if you can enlighten us a little bit on that. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you. Well, I appreciate you for having me on to talk about this topic because fear is a fucking asshole and everyone has it. It's part of the job. I think it's part of life. It's if, if life came with a set of instructions and, and ingredients that you're going to get to cook with fear would be one of them. And you just have to be creative 
Um, there are days where I feel like I can conquer the world. And there are days where I let things get to me. And some really good tools that I utilize are staying grounded and staying true to who I am. And I tell myself this exact affirmation is be you believe in yourself, your vibe will attract your tribe. I tell myself that before every recording, I tell myself that every morning, I tell myself that when I'm about to go into an event, and I don't know anyone, because it just kind of really reassures me that I'm exactly where I need to be. The universe is presenting with me what shall be mine. Nothing shall pass that is meant for me. And that's what I aspire to help other people recognize is that we're in our heads all day long. You know, we hear our voices the most. So yeah. why not train the brain to recognize when you're having those negative thoughts? Because what's the productivity of that? of saying, oh my God, I'm so scared. I can't believe this is happening in my life. X, Y, Z is going to happen because of this and yada, yada, yada. And then you can go down an entire rabbit hole, right? Like Alice. Oh yeah. Alice mm-hmm. in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Alice, Alice was- wore cute ass clothes, but her <laughs> and that damn rabbit really pissed me off. I'm like, why are you in the hole? Mm-hmm. Get- well, it's Please. because she was unintentional. That's why she asked the Cheshire Kitty well, where am I supposed to go? And he asked or he replied, well, where do you want to go? And she said, it doesn't matter. And he said, well, it doesn't matter. She was unintentional. And we don't want to be like Alice. We want to be intentional in our life. We want to make those vision boards. We want to attend those self-fulfilling teacup events, whatever that is, whether it might be weekly yoga, or maybe you invest in self-love events. Um, I'm going to plug Brandy Brandy Edwards has changed my freaking life. Um, She's the best. She is the bomb.com. If you guys can ever attend one of her events, it will plant seeds. And the more you go to, it will literally bloom. And uh, she's taught me a lot. So I don't want to take full credit because two, three years ago, I was not this person. It took, you know, again, investing in myself having the right mentors at my personal table. Um, you guys are part of that, believe it or not. I don't know if you know that, but <laughs> I love, you know, I love our little IG, you know, connections or, you know, hey, yeah. this is happening. What's advice on this or what's advice on that? Um, yeah. And so having the right friends, friend mentors at your table also helps. That's a good word. Great mashup. I cannot take credit for that. I don't know where I heard that from, but maybe on Instagram. (laughs) We'll hashtag it today and we will be like, yes, yes, friend tours. So having those people and then also a big thing, and this is really hard, but this is something that I'm personally going through right now is fuck you to anyone who's getting in my fucking way get the fuck out of my way and that is something that everyone (laughs) needs to tell themselves and and you know what guys it could be a family member it could be a spouse it could be a best friend it could be a boss it could be your it could be anyone but you know what if you have that negativity in your life it's kind of like you're going to be as strong as your weakest player and that's your weakest player and you've got to get that shit out of your life and that is a good piece of advice and it's hard it really is but if someone's constantly shitting on your dreams and telling you this isn't good or you know and, and I understand people are coming from a good place You know, they don't want you to take risky financial uh, life altering and don't get me wrong, but then there's going to be those people that solely just don't want to deal with it and aren't happy about it. And yeah, you have to cut those people out. Yeah. And like choose to do nothing with their situations. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, yes, absolutely. Those are the motherfuckers (laughs) sitting in pajamas at home behind their computer screens that want to talk shit on, on people's yep. artwork or people's passions. Yeah. Like that's what I'm saying. If you know people like that in your life, boo boo, and you have an opportunity to get them out, get them out. It's not helpful, yeah. but, yeah. And, it, and it helps you stay true to you. It really does. Cause at the end of the day, you can't let anyone alter your message. You have to stay true to you and your message and what you're here to do. I love that. Like, 
F you out of my way. I'm going to do me. <laughs> like, I'm literally Sorry. dancing in my office by myself and no one can see me. But me. <laughs> like, <laughs> legit, like, we have all the questions that we sent you. And literally, like, the next one is like, what words of encouragement do you have for listeners that are fearful? And I'm like, well, Ramsey just, like, took the whole interview. We're done. <laughs> Drop the mic. No. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, okay, what else? Let's see. So how do you feel now? Because I know, like, with, like, uh, not to get you, I mean, it's on social media, so people already know, but, like, the the one-star review, which I'm sure we will all get. Oh, and man. fuck, fuck Paula. That. Yeah, fuck. fuck Paula. Yeah. Is that her name? Paula. Diane. It was Diane. Diane. But fuck you know what? Diane. I'll take Diane any day now over those other two. Like, uh, seriously. Diane was a fucking <laughs> blessing. Thank you, Diane. <laughs> I'm glad I wrote a poem Thank you, about Diane. you. Yeah, it's like I, <laughs> I was upset about Diane. Dude, seriously, no, I have a poem. It is ready to go for open mic night one day at Veridescent yes. Kitchen. I'm going to go. I'm going to talk about it. But, um, yeah, no, dude, seriously. And, okay, so I'm going to plug another girl, Sarah Ordo, her best fucking life. Dude, she's, she's the cutest human on the planet. Dude, yeah, okay, I love her. So Brandy actually turned me on to her. I had no idea. And so I've been following her now for a, a hot minute. And they both went to the Rise Conference, and Sarah shared some advice that she learned at the Rise Conference. Of course, it wasn't a lot because, you know, they paid a lot of money to go to there and get that advice. Yeah. But she did share one story, and it stuck with me, and it made me feel a lot better after, after seeing those, those hater-rater comments, was she said um, at the conference, one of the speakers said, imagine that person writing that message like they're in their own home which is supposed to be like their happy place and they're unhappy enough that they're sitting there probably in their jammies behind their laptop writing this hateful message right like trying to tear you down and Uh then she said imagine that person in your home and then telling you that and then imagine all the people who love and care about you and support you in your home with you standing there in front of that motherfucker do you think that person would have the audacity to say half the shit that they did knowing all those people were standing there supporting you. No, you know, like, right. You know, and so, so picture that. So it's really easy to let those people in your head. That's what you're doing whenever you read those reviews. And that's why it's kind of none of my business. It is my business, but it's not. Um, But if, if you let them get to you, then you're basically inviting them in your home and you can't do that, you know? So Sarah just gave that advice that they had given her was just picture all of the people who love and support you around you. And do you think that that person would have the balls to say what they just said? No, knowing how many people love and support you and are cheering you on. Probably not, you know? So, and I get it. It's America. Everyone's entitled to an opinion, but to anyone that everybody's got one, just like an asshole. Yeah, seriously. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, I have felt one-star reviews also, but I've never left them. And I don't know if it's because I'm from the South and Mama raised a lady, but, you know, don't say anything nice or don't say anything at all, or I don't know, unless if it made you physically ill, maybe say something, like, if I gave you yeah. food poisoning, but I don't know, so. <laughs> You're like, I'm not a cook in your kitchen, so seriously. I can't exactly – give you the poisoning okay yeah exactly so but yeah so when you get let's say like diane paula whatever her name is (laughs) your one star review and it puts you in a really like shitty mood yeah and it gets you down and you're down for a couple days what do you do to refill your cup what do you do to get your confidence back what do you do to get your energy back i go take a badass photo shoot I just glam my fucking self up, go take a photo shoot, uh, if I, if I can, uh, yoga, walking my dog, cuddling my dog, taking a hot bubble bath with like Epsom salt and just grounding myself and just reminding myself like who I am and like my friends and like, you know, or meeting up with friends and just talking and just being reminded that I do have support. Like that's one person that, you know, and what's crazy is, is you know, I don't have beef in my real life. I have nothing but peace, love and support and a really good mellow vibe. And to let that person in who doesn't even matter, who I don't even know, it's so silly. And so 
just remembering who I am really helps get me out of those funks. And I know it's really hard. You have to train your brain, but the more you train it, you're building that muscle and it gets easier over time and you won't fall down those holes as often. Kick the dirt in those holes. Yeah. Fill them up. There still might be a few holes, but you'll, yeah, you'll fill most of them up. Learn to jump over them. Yeah. So everybody sees you on social media. And again, you're freaking like bomb ass wardrobe. It's so good. Like effortlessly good. God bless you. High on life. Like we love watching you and following you. But tell us three things that people would be surprised to know about you that you don't necessarily share on social media or share out loud um, or that we don't know. Yeah. What are three things that... Surprise us, Sam. Surprise us. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, First off, I am a second-generation American. I'm Cuban. A lot of people don't know that. So I am hungry for this entrepreneurial American dream. Um, My grandparents came here with nothing, and uh, I refuse to waste that opportunity. So that really keeps me hungry. Um, And a lot of people don't know that. They see some white girl on Instagram, and it's like, no, I'm actually Cuban. Um, Yeah, you don't look Cuban at all. No. Like, not that I really would, like, (laughs) I mean, America is such, like, a it's a mixing pot yeah it's a mixing pot I'm telling you no but that's where I actually get my blue eyes from a lot of people don't know that um what yeah um well now of course that's crazy yeah uh now of course it's it's definitely the the ethnicity has changed over the past 50 years but back before Fidel closed the borders it was um a lot of uh I guess, Caucasians, or I don't know what, you, they were light-skinned, I guess, because they are they don't have Aztec in them. They're Spaniards, so they're really, like, Portuguese and Spanish and stuff. Um, but anyway, mm-hmm. so that's one thing. Um, two, um, I can juggle. Not a lot of what? people know that. Yes, 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 queen. Um, <laughs> I grew up baton twirling, so, like, I can twirl fire, and I'm really good, like, juggling things, uh, so that's, <gasps> really stupid but like fruit oh get me or tennis balls that's my favorite trick to do for the dogs who love tennis balls is do the juggling act for them it drives them bonkers because they're like oh my god when 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 is she gonna drop it when is she gonna drop it (laughs) (laughs) um the third one um let's see oh uh I don't drink alcohol a lot of people don't know that about me um some people, like, if you've hung out with me before, you do, but I do not drink alcohol. I'm actually allergic. So no hate on people that drink alcohol. I wish I could. Don't get me wrong. I used to. It was really fun. But, yeah, I'm allergic. So it just it, – Also it probably bad for me. you if you're now, like, allergic. Did you, like, yeah. always know you were allergic? And then it just, like, sprung on the fact that, you know, you were getting sick and just thought you were hungover or what? Like, yeah. So it was like a blessing and a curse. Like, so I grew up a shit kicker. Um, and of course there was like drinking and stuff like in high school. Um, so my kids aren't getting away with shit. Uh, so, right. you know, but whenever I went to college, of course we were drinking and stuff at eighteen, nineteen in college station, there's nothing else to do. Um, and I started getting like really bad chest pains and like really bad hangovers that would last for like five, six days, like ridiculous. Wow. Right. And I went to the hospital a few times and they were like, well, first off, you're 20, you shouldn't be drinking. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. So then whenever I turned 21, it kept happening. And the doctors were like, we think you're allergic. So there's something with like the gluten or I don't know what alcohol is made out of, but it basically just shuts me down like, uh, like respiratory and stuff. Like it just, it's like a taking a opioid or something. It just shuts me down. So yeah that's crazy like my little sister breaks out in hives when she drinks Mm -hmm. uh, liquors with artificial like flavoring in it yeah it's so strange like it's but not beer like not not anything like for a while it was like cherry liqueur would like literally like looks like she's two different colors it's the weirdest thing that it can like do that to you like Drinking alcohol to me sounds as tasty as, like, chugging bleach. Like, if someone were to be like, let's go chug bleach, it'd be like, ugh. Like, just because, 
just because it makes me so sick. Like, I'll vomit all night, and then I have a horrible headache, and, like, so I'm just... Yeah. Yeah. But, no, That's a lot of crazy. people don't know that. And so sometimes it is funny. I just thought you wanted to be sober. Like, I just thought that was a thing, now that it was, oh. like, an actual allergy. Well, I mean, I do like left-handed cigarettes, so I can't take the whole sober lane. Um, <laughs> you guys are you guys are picking up what I'm laying down. Your girl uh, oh, definitely indulges in the ganja, but um, as far as alcohol, yeah, no. And um, and and I and I wish I could live sober, but your girl needs a decompression, just like some people need a For glass sure. of wine. Like I need something too. Um, so. I wish I was allergic to alcohol. Me too. <laughs> I'm just almost 40 now. So like everything lasts for days. Headaches. You look amazing. Oh my God. Stop. Thanks. It's, no, and it's, it, it's blame like, it on my yeah. mom. Blame it on my mom and her grown up in the sixties and seventies. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. You girls are awesome. I have never heard the word like term left-handed cigarette. So I'm here for that. Like, yeah. yes. <laughs> I was like, I was like, what is she talking? Oh, never mind. We live in we live in Texas, so I can't say. I mean, it, dude, and it is so funny. My friends that like live in California and Oregon, they're like, "What? You're smoking with you is like smoking with someone in the '70s. Like everything's so old school." Because now there's all of these new trinkets and stuff, and all these new yeah. forms of it. This these vape pens, these kids are smoking these days. It's crazy. Um, that's funny (laughs) my my dream vacation would be smoking in a hot tub in a hotel with willie nelson like and casey musgraves i'm there that shit happen i'm there for that yes sponsored by sour patch kids yes (laughs) sponsored by sour patch kids make this happen willie nelson (laughs) make this happen i mean austin just doesn't he live yeah. in Austin? Yes. Dude, yeah. yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> we could Willie. just have our own rainbow connection full of yes. fucking <laughs> Dude, Willie can't go Dude. anywhere. They will like they always pull him over everywhere he goes. And I know. Like, you know, you know that there's stuff in the bus. Like everyone's always so shocked, you know? <laughs> like But hey Willie, you're if you're like, hiring Willie, Willie, if you're hiring for a dog walker, hit me up. Um, yes. I'm in Dallas, but I'm totally willing to relocate. Yeah, come on down, girl. Come on down. Oh Sponsored by Sour Patch Kids. That's right. That's so true. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so we are big on girl crushes and like female empowerment, oh obviously. So we want to know either celeb or real life, and you've mentioned a couple of them, like women that have encouraged you along the way or like helped you be better and like how you are like as you stand on your own two feet and so I want to know just give us a couple because we have a different one like every day well at least I do (laughs) (laughs) um oh my god okay so besides my mom she's a strong woman I love her our moms are the best um, okay, I love Jennifer Aniston. She is my homegirl. I just love her. I celebrate her. I support her. She is a strong female. Um, Can re- you believe that she got like the fucking Guinness Book of World Records for the fastest person to get to a million followers on Instagram? Oh, I didn't know that she won that, but that does not surprise yeah. me. I joined the yeah. first second I saw Reese posted. I was like, oh, shit, I got to go follow Jennifer Aniston. Which is yeah. crazy. I didn't it's even insane. realize she didn't have one. Me either. Like, like, there's a lot of celebrities that don't have one. Yeah, and no. I'm like, they have Finstas. Why do I feel like I've seen you? Yeah. No, they have Finstas. That's how they protect their, like, feelings. That's why they're all, like... Like, fake Insta? It's, like, friends-only Insta. Wait, that's a oh. thing? Yeah. That's what, that's what one of mine is. That's why I don't, um... I don't allow everyone. I'm. I have an exclusive Finsta. Um, <laughs> that's what one of mine is. Yeah, uh, and it's really to protect me and keep just really close people to me um, close. So yeah, no, I think it's a thing. I think it's a real thing. That's awesome. So yeah. Okay, who that's else? Great one. Uh, okay, Reese. I don't have any more time. I don't have any more time for more Instagram accounts or Facebook pages. <laughs> 
girl, tell me about it. I want, uh, I really, I love Pet Penmore, but it's, I've, I just, right now I have the two synced up. So it's basically the same one just because yeah. I don't have time. And these bloggers are like, oh, use these apps. And I'm like, I can't use these apps because my, one of my account got flagged because it said the app I was using was not appropriate. And I was like, whoa, okay. So now I don't use those plan ahead apps that everyone raves about. Those are crap. You're yes. going to lose your Insta account. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to lose my Insta account over this. Like, this is crazy. Um, okay. Reese Witherspoon. I love her. Um, let's see. Oh, who else? Uh, oh, Lizzo. Lizzo, before she even blew up, Okay, I saw a YouTube of her in a Sailor Moon outfit. Okay, were you girls like fans of Sailor Moon whenever y'all were little? Because I was. Yeah. <coughs> I I'm fucking old. was obsessed. Hi, not, not me. I know no? it's a thing. I know what? it's a thing. Yeah. But like, so I was born in 1981 and that shit blew through like when I was like in high school. So I was not like in that realm but i'm aware of the pulp culture phenomenon yeah, just like missed Taylor it by Moon. like by like 15 months I- oh. <laughs> you weren't missing much <laughs> i think i was just i think i don't even know i think i liked because her cats could talk like i really liked sabrina the teenage <laughs> witch too because of the cat yes um <laughs> salem awesome. but uh uh, Lizzo, she, so I'm a sucker for like orchestral, like rap, like whenever an orchestra yeah. does a rap song, I love that. That is so classy AF. Um, being at a wedding and you hear like rude boy on orchestra, you're like, oh shit, I know this. Um, yes. But Lizzo. Was and it takes of- you a while to like figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Like, how you know what it is. Yeah. Like, wait a minute. That's that sounds too, this sounds too awesome. <laughs> but, um, but Lizzo, yeah. I really like what she stands for. I like that it's like a positive body image. She's um she's a self-proclaimed band nerd who made it and so I think she's making waves in uh the youth also with building self-esteem and helping people realize that uh dreams come true and if you work hard you can get places and you know she's a master flutist I mean so I just I really love Lizzo so Lizzo if you're hiring for a dog walker holler at your girl that's right. <laughs> um, Did it? And so you're totally in love with Taylor Swift. Like every. Oh my Instagram god! I can't believe story. I didn't even mention her. Oh my god! <laughs> you guys. Okay. So. I just remember. I just remember one of the first times I saw her on social media. Karina has to go back and forth because she's helping her son with homework. But um, I remember one of the first things I saw you post was a sign when you went to Taylor Swift, and you're like, "I'll fucking watch your cats for free." Yes. Oh and my I'm god. just here. For that kind of encouragement. <laughs> I, okay, so I can't believe I didn't even think of her. She's right, she's on my vision board. Okay, so I love Taylor Swift. <laughs> I actually wrote a screenplay that is about a pet sitter what? who, yes, so I'm hoping maybe, um, this is an exclusive. I haven't told anyone about this. Yes. Okay, so um, I didn't know how to format it, like, in a, like, because who I can't ever get Taylor Swift in a movie like she'll never agree to that I don't care how rich I get she doesn't know who I am but I mean yeah. I could write a book about it but I mean um, my husband is a copywriter and a writer in real life is so. he really oh yeah I if forgot need- about that I forgot about that oh shit <laughs> if Girl. you need an editor <laughs> yes so it's about a pet sitter who goes through some triumphs um, it's based on me basically goes through some nice. triumphs and basically Taylor Swift is the is the savior in it she's the one that saves the character she's the climactic uh, uh, addition to it and so yeah but I love Taylor Swift so much she's a huge inspiration um, she offers great advice to people and I think she's just wonderful Taylor I love That's you <laughs> Yes. Um, I'm so bummed. I did not get tickets to the East or West Coast Lover Tour. I'm so upset about it. I, Dude, it was like 14 seconds. Yeah, it was. Um, but we do. But we do know someone that used to walk to clean her toilets. So yeah. Oh uh, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. That's how her dreams <laughs> died. You know that, right? She heard Taylor Swift yeah. recording or Taylor Swift practicing on the piano, and then she realized that that she was like, oh well then I'm not going to be able to do this. And then she ended up doing something much awesomer and she can still sing, which is great. Like, yeah, I know. But isn't that crazy? I wish I could clean Taylor Swift's toilets. Oh my God. She would not even have to pay me. Like (laughs) I'll buy my own groceries. 
Like, let me go play with the cat. One section. Seriously, yeah. like that would be my dream job is to get hired to go on tour with her just to care for the cats. Like Olivia. Okay, so she has Olivia Benson. She has Meredith Gray, and then her newest yeah. one is Benjamin Button. He's the little kitten, and he debuted Stop. in. Yeah, he debuted in the me video with. Um, yeah. So he's just so cute, but that would be like my dream job because you know she travels with those cats, and I'm like, yeah. girl, do you have a like pet sitter on board? Like, could, is that is that something that like we could work into the contract? <laughs> like, that's right. That'd be awesome. You're like, can I just clean up after your cat? And, like, snuggle them while you're singing to millions of people. Seriously, I will book all of my own plane tickets. I just need access to your cats and, like, be able to jam. (laughs) But, no, her I just want to, like, I just want to go stay the night in her New York apartment. It's all, like, (laughs) moody and, like, emerald tone. I saw it in a Domino magazine, like, six years ago. And I was like, (laughs) yes, please. Like, can I just live in the velvet? It's good. Oh, my gosh. Of course, that's me. (laughs) But no, I'm really feeling that song right now, the lucky one. Um, She's like, "Um, you chose the Rose Garden over Madison Square, and it took some time, but I understand now. And I'm like, man, I would love to be that big someday to where I have to make that decision, because I will absolutely choose Madison Square any day. Like, if you could live anywhere, where would you live? Like, if you could. Like, I, I don't know if I would pick Chicago or Miami, or New York. Dude, Chicago gets cold. Like, I'm not just talking, like, I'm from Indiana, which is, like, one state south of Chicago, and I love the city. It's great in, like, the spring and early summer because it's such a good, even temperature, but, like, our first anniversary, we went to um, Chicago, like, from Indianapolis, seeing my family, and we're like, oh, yeah, let's do, like, this anniversary cruise and, like, be on the water. Y'all, it was minus four degrees. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> minus four. Like, not just wind chill minus four, but, like, literal temperature minus four. So, I feel like if you're going to pick Chicago, you still have to have, like, a Texas address you can, like, come back to. Because the snowbird situation is real. Because Chicago's fucking cold. And it's on the water. <laughs> so, you get lake effect also. Oh, okay, yeah. No, I got thanks. part about Chicago. Sorry. <laughs> no, I love that though. No, but maybe to go like I guess I would want to go like there for a week or something. Like do like a Cubbies game binge and just eat hot dogs. Yes. Um, or yes. <laughs> go to like day games and watch Anthony Rizzo run around in those tight, tight spandex. Oh my god. You're like <laughs> you're like living this is my dream. I I'd pick I'd pick Chris Bryant over Anthony Rizzo though. So. Dude. Okay, did you love their collaboration, Brizzo? They yeah. came out with like yes. a clothing line, Brizzo. Okay, yeah. No, Chris Bryant's pretty cute too, but I think he's married now. He's totally married. That doesn't mean his attractiveness goes away. No, true, true. But I guess Anthony Rizzo still being single. I think he's still single. I don't know, but <laughs> you're like, so you're telling me there's a chance? Yeah, you're telling me there's a chance. That's like some That's real funny. Stan, some Stan fan shit, like. <laughs> You, like, go and stalk baseball players for a living? Yes. There are people that do it. <laughs> can you have them on the podcast so I can take notes? Because that would be a really adventurous life, I feel like. Like, does it involve a lot of free appetizers and champagne? <clears throat> yeah. So one of my really good girlfriends <laughs> is a huge, like, Cardinals fan. Yeah. And when we were younger, like, 19 and 20, and we didn't really go to bars, we, like, went to the ballpark. So Indianapolis has, like, this um, – Indianapolis Indians are, like, a minor league team. And we knew all the players. We, like, saw them out. We would go hang out with them. I've lived that life, girl. It's good. Yes. Baseball players are always so cute. Hockey ones are always missing teeth. Like, God bless them. They're really cute. But if they don't have their dentures in, it's, like, a deal breaker. (laughs) 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 Oh, my goodness. That's so funny. All right. So, our last question for you. Rams, you made it to the end. I know. Thank you. get a ribbon. <laughs> so, we'll our last question for you is, tell us what makes you feel babe as fuck. Like, a pe- like materialistically, whatever. It can be something. It can be words. It can be something you have. But what makes you feel babe as fuck? 
Oh my gosh. Um, my confidence for sure. And like in a sense that like, I got to like put myself up before I leave the house sometimes and, uh, you know, listen to a really good song that like gets me going. Um, and I love makeup and doing my hair and stuff and just feeling great on the outside. Um, and I also like wearing no makeup. So I guess that's kind of contradictory. Um, (laughs) but just, there is something about a good clean face though. I'll give you that. Like, seriously, we've so good. Yeah. Like we've taken a break from the makeup stuff for a little while or ever, who really knows. Um, and it's just weird. Like Chris looked at me on Friday when we were at the game and he was like, I really like you with no makeup on. He's like, I'm not saying that like you don't look good with makeup on. He's like, but it's a welcome change. I was like, I have on gloss moisturizer and mascara because it's raining in 40. So, yeah. No, but you know what? I can agree with that because some of my best girlfriends, I love them with whenever they have makeup on. But I also like whenever they don't. Like, their skin just illuminates more. So, yeah. I mean, I can. And I feel like. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. No, I just feel like if you are, I mean, it's a good spot to be in if, like, you are around your girlfriends and you don't have to feel like you're needing to be, like, made up in that made manner. Up. Yeah. 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 I look like I'm 12 with no makeup on, so I wear makeup <laughs> Own on. Own it, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love it. Vera, yeah, awesome. we are so thankful for you. This was so much fun. Thank you guys so much for having me on Yay! and for – doing this this is We're awesome so and congratulations on y'all's podcast i'm so excited yes for we are guys. so excited for you you're doing so many good things also we need to just have a girls uh girls day yeah yeah yes. whether it's in austin or yes. dallas yes. or maybe waco even or in between yeah, yeah, yeah seriously totally like yeah let's do it put it on fun. the calendar bitches. putting it okay. on the calendar Okay. <laughs> all right well we love awesome. you thank you so much love you girls okay stay baby f yes you too don't forget bye it too. okay bye, love bye. you bye bye, love you. bye. bye. Thanks for checking us out. Find us on all social media platforms at Becoming BecomingBabeAF. And remember, when in doubt, dance, dance it out. out. See y'all back next Wednesday. Peace out.